From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And this is a good Making Your Home Great show because two new guests are actually three new guests are in. Um, and and Holly Bowers will be on in the second half of the show. I like this. Should be. Um, let's see. The, um, the, the guests today are Keith and Christy Brown of Mosche- Mosquito Shield. Welcome. How are you? Great. We're doing great. Um, talk to me about your, your business. So what's the, I mean, how are you getting rid of mosquitoes? I'm assuming you're not, I, I'm assuming, right, you're not encouraging mosquitoes. Um, no. You, you're getting rid of them. How you get rid of them? Well, you know, we start by taking old tires and putting those in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> if you can get the mosquitoes to go somewhere else. Exactly. That's that's the best way. No, come on. So uh, what we, we provide residential mosquito control. Um, and what that is is we use um, a tailored management program, and we visit the residents um, every couple of weeks to stay ahead of the mosquitoes. And we use a fine mist blower, a backpack sprayer, yeah. if you will, to treat and cover the property. And what we do is we focus on where the mosquitoes live, where the people hang out, and we focus in and around those areas to make sure that we treat the yard um, safely, right. uh, economically, and really focus in on addressing and eliminating the mosquitoes. Now, the things you treat the yard with, right? they're safe to be around. They are. So, um, so you have to be certified applicators, which we are. So we're licensed to be able to apply the spray. And it's a combination. One of the things I really liked about Mosquito Shield when we got into the business is a proprietary blend that they use, which is the primary component, yeah. which is a mixture of um, mostly garlic, but also plant extracts, peppermint oils, things like that, that acts as a natural deterrent and barrier. So it masks it masks the people, the carbon dioxide that we emit, and right. it's an irritant. Um, and then we, we also include some other control products, but a very, very small amount, um, and that's focused just on the mosquitoes to kill and address the adult population as well as larvicides that prevent the uh, development of mosquitoes as they come around. So that's the, why. The spray is primarily garlic? Uh, yeah, it I is. mean, is my yard going to smell like, you know, a... Pizzeria? 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> For about 10 or 15 minutes, maybe a little bit longer. Right up to a couple of hours, you'll, you'll smell a little bit of a, a residual garlic um, uh, in, the, in the yard, but it, it goes away. The product will dry in about 10 to 15 minutes after applied, and uh, we take very special care to follow all instructions for all these materials. They're all registered with the EPA, yeah. and we follow everything on the labels to make sure that it's – uh, harmless to people, pets, children. And like I said, after about 10 minutes, it dries. It's safe for anybody to be out in the yeah. yard. I would assume that being outside is going to dissipate pretty quickly. It With is. the air blowing around, I mean, that, yeah. that, that couldn't exactly. last very long at all. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. I, You know, I kind of like the smell of garlic. I <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about it, but I'm, I'm actually impressed that the primary component of the stuff you're spraying around isn't like DDT correct. and, and that's correct. other stuff that just be tough. Right. And that's one of the misconceptions of a service business like ours, um, some of our competitors as well, is that we're out there spraying, you know, DDT or Agent Orange across the entire I uh, would. population. <laughs> I would, knowing how much I hate mosquitoes. So, if you tell me it kills mosquitoes, I would just go ahead and spray it. Yeah, yeah. But you're more careful. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. In studio, Keith and Christy Brown of Mosquito Shield, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware, 
and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Jeff, Burke Brothers Hardware. It's a real hardware store. It's a traditional hardware oh, store. Oh, yeah. It's an old school hardware. Um, if you're looking for furniture, if you're looking for you know new wave stuff, uh, we don't have it. I don't, do have, you, the, do I don't have, have the space for it. So. Do you have a lot of signs, like little metal signs you can buy that are attractive and you hang them on the wall, you know? We don't have a lot of that right now. We're, we're we're getting into that sort of thing. How about little we, hummels? But, <laughs> no, 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 no hummels, no, no hummels. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry, but, none of that stuff. But you know, every every wrench that you need, you know, every every tool that you need that yeah. you can't find at the big box store, we've got it. Um, all the lawn and garden needs, we've got it. So you also are going to sell some people ladybugs. We do. Uh, we started that business about three years ago. Uh, we got with a company that's a, a certified organic company out of <laughs> California, and we've got ladybugs and lace wings and praying mantises, and then also organic control for fire ants and grubs. Okay, I know why you've got this, but what are what good are ladybugs in the garden? Well, ladybugs will take care of about ninety percent of all the insects in the flower garden. They'll they'll eat the aphids, right? And so you're not having to worry about any type of insecticide that might be harmful uh, for the animals or, or kids or whatnot. And so they're out there, and they're kind of attractive to look at, too. Aphids will tear apart tomato plants. Yes. Like well, nothing I've ever right. seen. Yes. You go, you go there and you say, well, I got a tomato, but it's green. Right. But it's full grown, and in a couple of days I can pick it. No. Nope. The aphids see it first. That's right. They see it first, and first come, first serve. And so the ladybugs take care of all of them. All right. Now, Brook Brothers Hardware, you guys aren't new, are you? You've been around for a while. No, I've been there since 1936. 1936. Yeah. And now there's a hardware store in Wake Forest that has recently closed, so we have the luxury of being the uh, oldest hardware store in Wake County. Nice. Wow. I like that. The oldest hardware store we in are. Wake County? Uh, well, I'm not sure you wanted that. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't don't necessarily know. I mean, uh, the, the hardware store in Wake Forest, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to see that he closed, but, um, you know, it, he did what was best for him. Uh, we're doing what's best for us and trying to get West Raleigh known for their hardware business. So what's the scope? Uh, I mean, I, I can buy a left-handed wrench uh, in your in your store. I can buy a, a hammer for my right hand, um, <laughs> and I can buy any other tool. I know that. Well, the what we have to offer is a service. Yeah. Uh, our average employee has been working for us for around 25 years. Wow. And so we, we try to really take care of our employees, try to make them feel like they're they're worthy, and so that when the customer comes in, uh, they'll ask me a question. I'm the first to say, don't ask me that question. Let me get you, uh, let, let me get you somebody that knows what they're talking about. And on so on what get, topics? Oh, uh, we've got uh, uh, Steve is in charge of our plumbing. Great guy, knows yeah. everything you know, everything regarding plumbing. Yeah. Uh, Maurice Glisson is in charge of our electrical and paint, and David Lindsay's in charge of all of our tools and woodworking. And uh, David's getting ready to celebrate, I think, his forty-first year working for us. Wow! Um, so we we really once somebody comes to us that that we feel knows what they're talking about, I will. I'll do everything possible to keep them. All right. That's very good. Let's open up the phone lines right now and offer up a gift certificate to uh, High Point, Point. High Point Bar and Grill. Uh, And I want you to call right now. Ask a question of Keith or Christy. 
or Jeff or Brock Emmons. And the telephone number is 919-860-9783. I'll give you a $25 gift certificate right now if you just call in and talk to us. So Keith and Christy Brown here are here from Mosquito Shield. Tell me, please, how are you different from picking up the phone and calling somebody else with Mosquito in their company name? Because, you know, there there are competitors. Yep. Um, what's it? What are you guys? How are you guys better? So uh, a few ways. You know, it's a great question. We do hear that. And um, so a couple of things. One is, so we really focus on the service aspect of the business and um, the really a, a tailored treatment system. So we evaluate the, the property, right. understand where the homeowners are spending their time, and we focus on every couple of weeks. So we stay ahead of the, the life cycle of a mosquito and and provide that service much more proactively. Right. And, and rather than just a set schedule every three weeks, uh, we come out when it's needed and we track the weather and the mosquito activity to make sure that we're out there. And we really focus on that service because, you know, we just want to help people get back outside, enjoy the yard, enjoy the family time, and do what we can to to focus on that. So right. I've, got, I've got a couple of questions for sure. Christy. And, and we just swing that microphone over. Christy, I'm concerned about my grandchildren, right? Right. I got I got two dogs who are always in the weeds. Yep. And and, and I'm you know, and I'm kind of a butterfly kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that there are pollinators visiting my yard. What can you say about your service? Yeah, great question. So our technicians are really trained on what they need to watch out for, how we spray. They go through a rigorous training to to teach them where we spray, how, what we need to watch out for. Right. Um, you know, and we, there are a lot of people out there we know with, with bees and pollinators, and we've got to be careful of that. We also try and track, like, what do the neighbors have, not just our customers, but right. what what's at the neighbor's house that we need to watch out for. Right. Watching the wind and the drift, so we're cautious of all of that as we're spraying. All right. Very good. The uh, next caller with a question will win the gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. They are on Whitaker Mill, Road, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call right now. No, in fact, Sue from Apex is on the line. Oh, Sue. Sue, how Hi are there. you? You got a winner. How are you? Thank you. Good. What's your question? Um, my question is, um, what kind of uh, gardening uh, tools or services do, is offered? Aha. Uh-huh. This is for Jeff Hastings. A Burke Brothers Hardware. We want some gardening tools. Well, we've got a, a, a full line of handheld, long-handled tools, um, axes, rakes, shovels, um, loppers, clippers. Uh, we don't have any services that come to the house. Uh, we're not quite there yet. I'd like to have that in the next five years. But, yeah. Um, right now, it's just everything that, that, I, that, I want, that I would want to use at my farm. I make sure that we've got at the store for people to use, whether you've got a half acre or 15 acres. We've we, got everything that's necessary. Do we have gas-powered uh, uh, stuff? Like we, we actually, we've, and- Well, we've actually migrated. We have gone with Makita tools, yeah. and all of, our, all of our power equipment now is by Makita, and it's battery-powered. Oh, wow. So it's environmentally friendly. Very good. So congratulations. You have won a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place 
for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, including fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Sue, $25, $6 burgers on Fridays. I'm just saying, bring the girls. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Thank you, Sue. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Uh-huh, bye-bye. We are on with Keith and Christy Brown of Mosquito Shield, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. I'm Dave Alexander. This is uh, Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Dave Alexander, along with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, and Keith and Christy Brown from Mosquito Shield, and Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. Let's turn to Keith and Christy. What is unique about this area that, that requires your services? Is there is there like a are we a big bug area? We are. Really? Um, yeah, we are. Actually, North Carolina and Raleigh specifically was listed um I think it was earlier this year and of last year is we're one of the top 10 heaviest infested areas with mosquitoes. It's terrifying. And, and a lot of that was it is it's um some yeah, of the recent war. hurricanes yeah. um it flooded the areas in eastern North Carolina yeah. and they've kind of migrated in towards the triangle area. So um that combined with just the heat, the humidity, and the rain that we get yeah. in this area makes it a hotbed for mosquito activity. So, is, you know, is this something that you have to spray throughout the year, or is this something that you primarily focus in a four- to six-month period? For, typically in the four- to six-month period, once the temperature gets up to 50 degrees consistently overnight, mm-hmm. that's when they become active. That's when they start laying their eggs. And so what we do is focus on um, – Really, May through October. Sometimes we have long summers, and the fall is e- fall is extra warm. That's right. So then it gets. Um, so then we want to make sure that we have that coverage all the way through about October. Then they go dormant for the winter months. And you guys spray about every three to four weeks. We spray about every two to three weeks. Two so to we three weeks. We stay ahead of that hatch cycle. Typical average hatch cycle is about twenty one days for a for a adult mosquito to go through its cycle from egg through um, adult. So, so we go out every couple of weeks, and the heavy rain and heat will go out every 10 to 12 days. Let's say i got a couple of dogs in a fenced yard, and you yeah. guys come out and spray the yard. How yeah. long is it before I can let the animals back out? About 10 minutes. As 10 soon as minutes. The, as soon as the product is dry, it's harmless for pets to be out on it. And so uh, Christy was talking about the techs. We also spend a lot of time. The tech will walk the ground. we got one of the, the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ's our tech. He's awesome. He's covering a lot of routes, and he'll go out and check and talk with the homeowners if they're out, make sure that there's no pets out, make sure that the dog bowls are turned over so we're not spraying in the dog bowls or mm-hmm. on any of their toys. Make sure it picks that, all of that stuff up. And, and um, But, yeah, it's about 10, 15 minutes. The, the product is dry, and it's good for pets to go. How did you get into this? <laughs> That's good. Got bit by a mosquito, and that was yeah. it. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. It's always been my passion to kill and eliminate mosquitoes. <laughs> no, that's not it. So we um, had a long, long interest in being entre- entrepreneurs, yeah. especially me, and, and that was something I had wanted to do. Uh, and with the recent changes in the corporate 
lifestyle and infrastructure, had the opportunity to do it, had the financing to do it. And, yeah, good. And so we started evaluating different business opportunities that we could do together. Um, right. we, we evaluated a few, and we've used a similar service just with a competitor and yeah. seen the results. Yeah. Um, and just really, really loved the business model that they offered, the service that could be provided. The all-natural option was there as well. And we felt that we could really offer a service that, in a different way than what's here now with a booming market and a, and a great opportunity for us. Uh, we also just like the seasonality of it to uh, Hey, you're going to be off income. most of the year. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a, I like that. You ought to go into like Christmas uh, ornaments or something. You yeah. Know. You know what I mean? Some off-season thing. Mike and Carrie, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. Thanks. Good. Who do you have a question for? Well, I've got one for Jeff and one for Brock, if that's all right. I like that. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Jeff, are you uh, the guys that have the Wilmington grills? Yes, sir. We sure are. Yeah, and is that offered in a natural gas? I, I have a natural gas line running to my current grill. Yeah, sure is. Usually when we're talking to somebody about grills, the very last question I ask is, yeah. is it propane or natural gas? Cause right. I don't, I don't try to get ahead of myself on that, but it's, the grill is exactly the same. It's just the orifices that are different. And so, uh, we can, we can change out, you know, if we get one in that's propane that you need natural gas, uh, my son is the one that takes care of all that stuff. And so, we can change it out, or you know, if if time is not of the essence, we can order it in natural gas. Jeff, are they uh, Wilmington Grills? Is that almost top of the line, or are they top of the line? Uh, I would say they're pretty I, good. I, yeah, I don't know they're of a grill. I, I'm not going to say that there's not a grill better than that, but yeah. I don't know of one. Yeah. Um, the two of the Burks that I bought the store from yeah. each have a Wilmington Grill on their back deck at the beach, and they just celebrated the 25th birthday. Wow. Same I've grill. Heard, I've heard great things. They're good they're good grills. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Melissa in Fuquay. Verena, how you doing, Melissa? Hello, Melissa. Okay. I'm gonna put Melissa on hold and then I'm gonna pick up with Melissa. Hi Melissa. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead. Thanks. I have a question for each um of them. Yes. Um so for the for the hardware store, if we were interested in putting a fence in our backyard, uh, do they have um, do they have like an area in their store that we could? Do you sell fencing? Or, yeah. We we don't do a lot of fencing because we don't have the ability to have the square footage available to display it properly. Right. Um, but if okay. you're looking for some people to put some fencing up, we have four or five reputable contractors that are all licensed um, and can come out and take care of it, uh, give you estimates, whatever you need to have done. All right. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Melissa. Okay. I'm going to get his business card, and I'll bring it home. Love you. Bye. Wait, I got but, another question. You got another question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So for the mosquito people, um, does, the, does the spray kill more than uh, mosquitoes, like maybe ticks or fleas? And and also, if you have trees that's heavily, heavily wooded in your backyard, yeah. do you find it's hard to get rid of mosquitoes in that type of, like, environment with a lot of trees? Um, so the first the answer to the first question, ticks and fleas. So we offer uh, – we do offer tick service, and we apply – we add a, a different component in 
um, which helps kill the ticks. And we spray it a little bit differently because they harbor in different areas. But we do offer that service. And there will be a, um, a natural reduction of other flying pests like fleas, gnats, okay. things like that. But the target okay. areas and the um, like the garlic that we talked about earlier provides that irritant primarily to mosquitoes. As for the wooded okay. areas, what we would provide is really a barrier so that masks the, 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 the smell from the humans and the pets and whatnot. And so creates that border where we would, we would create that so you're basically protected inside of that even, even though it's a heavily wooded area. It may take a couple of treatments to really get it under control um, depending on how wooded it is or, or other type of harboring elements that you may have. But, yes, we could certainly take care of that. All right. Thank you to Keith and Christy Brown of Mosquito Shield. When we come back after the break, we're going to get contact information. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. Everybody, thank you. Thank you. Very good. This is Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers of RoofWorks next. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, telephone number 919-860-9783. If you can conjure up a question for Holly Bowers of RoofWorks, and I'm sure you have questions, you can win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner for daily food and drink specials. Hi, Holly. Hey, how are you? How are you? Good. Good. Um, Holly Bowers of RoofWorks is here to tell us that I need somebody to maintain my roof, to look at my roof even before the storm. Yeah. Of course, because you don't want to wait until a storm to have a problem. It's much better to be proactive. And a roof is something that most people are not going to get up there and check the roof. You can't see things you don't know, and I don't advise anyone going on the roof. If you're not a roofer. Yeah, it's not a no, no. no. That's not, not a unless DIY. you want to risk your life. That's right. Leave that's... that to the professionals for sure. It becomes a very expensive problem once once you start developing leaks. Um, you know, yeah. we talked about it on the show before. It's not just the roof, repairing the roof. It's the damaged insulation. It's the damaged drywall. It's, it's a combination of a bunch of things that can happen. So being able to catch it before it happens, even though you might spend a little bit of money repairing it, is going to still be substantially cheaper than doing it after you've found the leak. Well, see, now that's the other part about RoofWorks. You're really interested in doing repairs oh, because yeah. some roofers are not. That's our, I mean, that's really where we started. That's really the foundation of our company, just because repair. If you can get the most out of the life of the roof by right. doing those minor repairs, you'll catch things so much earlier on, and you can extend the roof life too. So it just it makes sense to do that and get the get the right information and right, right advisement. So somebody might knock on your door and say, "Hey, you need a roof replacement," but that's I mean, you probably have five to eight years left on that, and that's I mean, if we can get you five more years, we're going to get you five more years because it just makes more sense for you and your family economically too. Now, Brock did roofing for a while in Texas, mm-hmm. and and I got to ask him this question: Can you just drive by a house and say, "Oh yeah, that 
Yeah, yeah, we got to replace that roof. Uh, well, y- technically yes, but it would have to be in really bad shape to it be would. able to notice that from the street. You can see some, you know, signs of, of issues from the street. Uh, something that might ri- ri- rise your eyebrow, you know, yeah. make you start thinking about it. But really, until you get up there and get a really close look at it. It's difficult to tell what type of shape uh, shape the roof is in, how many layers are up there, what type of felt is underneath it, whether or not they have drip edge behind the gutter. There's there's a lot of variables that you kind of need a close inspection. Because I'm kind of I'm kind of hinting at that whole traveling uh, (laughs) salesman, you know, the (laughs) fellow who says, "Oh yeah, we uh, we were doing your neighbor's uh, roof and we ordered too many shingles." And now we'd like to do yours. Yeah, and I think the big thing is people, they say most people move and switch houses five every five to ten years sometimes. Yeah. And you really don't know the back history of what that previous homeowner did, what kind of maintenance they did when they replaced right. the roof. So it's always good, especially even during real estate transactions, to get somebody out there and take a look at that roof to figure out what's actually going on. So here's a little bit of a story here. You know, you guys know that RoofWorks is starting to do a lot of our ventilation for for my company, Triangle Radiant Barrier. Well, we had a customer here recently that uh, we put a solar attic fan on his house about a year ago. This is before RoofWorks got involved. Yeah. Okay. Um, He reached out to us several weeks ago and said, hey, man, the fan's working great. Everything's good. Got a little bit of a leak. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And you see why we use a roofing company now to do a lot of this stuff, right? Yeah. Well, we made one phone call, told RoofWorks, hey, guys, looks like there's a little bit of a leak. Can you get out there and get it knocked out? They were out in like 24 hours, Yeah, found the leak, repaired the leak, everything's good to go. There's not a lot of roofing companies that do that. They'll come out and try to sell you $10,000 worth of stuff while they're there. That's right. These guys show up, they address the concern, they make a happy customer, they, they move on. It's a it's a good relationship. Solar attic fans. Mm-hmm. This is the the idea that your fan is obviously it's going to be run by solar power, right? And this is an attic fan that vents out the the heat from the attic. The top of the roof, yeah. Uh, we we use really good ones, twenty five year warranties. There's not much today you can get with a twenty five year warranty, so that should tell you they're they're pretty good. And the solar part is on the roof, mm-hmm. which again is why we call roof works that's right yeah if we have to put a hole in the roof you know I, again i've done roofing for many years but i'm not up on the roof anymore yeah. i've got staff that does a lot of this and and my staff is not trained to be on a roof like like holly's staff is so um that we have just had nothing but good things to say about roof works they've done an amazing job and their quality is is second to none these guys know what they're doing hmm yeah, and the, the greatest thing about solar fans, you don't have to wire anything. That's so you, right. You're not having to bring in an electrician. I mean, it, it really yeah. is like a, it's a, the best case scenario with technology. It, like, it's just the way to go. Because even the old fans with the wires, they don't last as long. I mean, usually. Five, six years. Yeah, and they're burnt yeah. out. And then you, you have no idea the fan's not even working unless mm-hmm. you're up there checking it every once in a while. We have one of those fans in our house. I know it quit working because the little louvers on the vent, the louvers have stopped pitching out. Well, it's you like, might be it's right. It's not blowing. They, they don't last long. I mean, and it, to be perfectly frank, if you put in an electric fan, you're looking at a cost of the fan, which is around three to $400. Right. You're bringing out an electrician to hook it up. So when you're all said and done, if you, if you know the electrician, he's a good buddy of yours, you might get out of there for six, $700. <laughs> 
these solar attic fans, there's a 30% federal tax rebate right. if you have one of these put in. So when you run the math with the money you get back, you end up spending like a couple of hundred dollars more. But now you have a 25-year warranty solar attic fan as opposed to an electric one that's going to go out five years from now. All right. I got, I got to talk about this with uh, Brock. I occasionally look at the map of the entire United States and see <laughs> what the weather is. Okay. This earlier this week, Texas was getting hail and electrical storms and all this yeah. for like two days. Uh-huh. And it was nuts. Now that stuff's going to come to us. Why should I call RoofWorks when I may or may not have hail damage? Well, we're going to give you an honest assessment. So if we're going to get up there, we're going to tell you if you actually have it and it's legitimate, then we're Mm -hmm. going to advise you to call your insurance agent. But Mm -hmm. we're not going to go up there. If we don't see visible signs, we're we're going to tell you the truth. We're not going to go up there and say, hey, call, get this roof done. And it's not. It doesn't make any sense to you. Because that's the whole thing is just being honest and telling the truth about that situation because that's what you have insurance for. Right. If you do get hit by natural storms, then, of course, it's legitimate. But you don't want to go up there maliciously and cause issues and then try to to file claims because that's just not right. Well, and, you know, we we said we talked about this many, many weeks ago. Okay, but the the day I figured out how good RoofWorks really is, is we (laughs) had a mutual customer that said, well, I thought I was going to have to replace all the shingles on this section of my roof because I had a leak and we couldn't find it. And they called RoofWorks out, and they, they literally stood on the roof with a garden hose and watered the roof until they found the leak. And it ended up being a minor repair. They didn't charge him a fortune to have all of this stuff done. They found it. They fixed the area it was leaking. They didn't sell him half of a roof, which is what a lot of these companies will do. That's uh, that's honesty right there. And do I, people re- replace half of a roof? Yes. Yeah, you do. And and that would yeah. come down to if you have an issue of that sort. I mean, we're going to give you a recommendation to say aesthetically, this is what you're going to deal with because you're going to have half the roof one age, half the roof the other age. Yeah. So, you might want to go ahead and replace the whole roof just for that reason, so everything yeah. is the same age. But like he said, it's just basically assessing it properly and giving an honest opinion and just making sure your prices are fair because a yeah. retail price should, for me, be the same as going through the insurance. It shouldn't be any more expensive to go through insurance versus you calling me out of the blue with no, with no damage. And right. it should cost the same, essentially. I went through an insurance company to replace my roof after wind damage. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, eight, uh, three-tab shingles just ripped off. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that they were done, that, that the life of the shingle was expired. I mean, yeah, they were 20-year-old shingles, but... You were already phased it. You were already at the age. Were we? Needing replacement. 20 years, I mean, yeah. 20 you were, years. You were there. Was I? And you probably did have more damage because of the age of the shingle. Because if you do have a three tab or your shingle is aged out, you're gonna you are gonna see hail damage a lot more than if you have like a brand new roof with an architectural shingle. Because it's just it's just the way it goes. Tell me about an architectural shingle. 
Um, all right. So it's so when you drive through most new neighborhoods, you're going to see shingles with dimension on it uh-huh. versus just your flat, basic three tab shingle. Yeah, kind of like the three D. That's almost right. and, yeah. And really nowadays, I I wouldn't recommend anyone going back with a three tab because for the life that you get, the lifespan of a three tab, it doesn't really make much sense because the price points are so close now. You're going to get a better shingle. It's going to last you longer, and it comes with better warranties too. Is it a thicker product? It is, and it's just it's just better all the way around. It looks better. It's a better, thicker product, and it's just it just makes sense. It just, it wouldn't make sense for you to go back with a three tab yeah. if you're if you're doing replacement this day and age. I'm yeah go substantially ahead. thicker, much heavier too. Yeah. I mean, if you pick up a bundle of three tab shingles compared to a bundle of an HD shingle, it's a it's a noticeable weight difference yeah they're impact resistant now they're not necessarily uh you know proof right yeah. but if you if you dump a bunch of hail on a three tab it it kind of looks like it's a it you know it's been perforated you see right. all these little marks across the roof these hd shingles absorb impact much better and you can get through several heavy storms heavy hail storms right before it's caused enough damage that you would need to replace it yeah and the biggest thing is just making sure that they're installed properly because even you can even put an architectural shingle on and if it's not nailed right it's you're going to have issues That's right. shingles are going to blow off it's that the installation is probably one of the most important components period how do you not do it properly well it's just what's the not what, knowing what's really. the incorrect process putting the nails in the wrong places That's right or not or not enough nails uh-huh. or your nail patterns aren't straight there's a lot of things that go into that but that that's the stuff that you can't see as a homeowner you're not you're never going to know that right until you, you see in two years we get a major windstorm and then half your roof is blown off or the shingles are sliding down those are those are real issues well, and what's underneath the shingle is also very, very important. And, right. You know, you guys use ice and water shield, I'm assuming, on the hips and valleys we and do. whatnot. Well, um, we do. We put ice and water shield in all the penetration areas, the valleys, anywhere where there's a penetration. Yep. Um, the eaves in this part of the country is not really, you don't really need it as much more than you would the north or somewhere where you get a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. Right. Because basically what it does is protect you from the ice damming where you've got ice and snow sitting right there along the edge line. Right. Um, but yes, it, everything that's necessary in this region, we certainly do add all of that. All right. Here's the deal. I'm asking for the next caller with a question for Holly. That's Holly Bowers of RoofWorks. Ask her anything about roofing. She knows it. Um, and you'll win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. Or I will <laughs> be the winner this time. And next Friday, I'm going to stop by for the $6 burger. That's 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. And coming up next, if you don't call, I'm going to tell Holly about it. A weird roof. I mean, just weird that I saw. That's coming up on Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. All right, I'm gonna tell you, we do have callers, but I'm going to tell you about this roof. So I'm looking at a house, maybe going to buy it. Looks good. Beautiful house. They've done a lot of work. And I look up and I say, son of a gun. They have put an asphalt roof on top of a tin roof. Mm. They put it on top. Oh, I look up 
and I'm seeing the tin roof in the attic me. when you're in the attic. No, I was I, I was oh, outside it. the house looking up. Oh, and you could see the tin under the shingle. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's uh that's not so bueno right that's there. A, that's a bad move. That All says right. uh, call a roofer for a roof inspection yeah. before you purchase. You're going to have some house. weight problems on that roof. Yeah. Is it isn't there also I mean, I want my warranty. Can I get my warranty if you put a asphalt roof on top of a tin roof? Well, you're not going to get any kind of warranty with, with an improper installation. That's okay. the fine print. That's, that's the part I, that you got to pay attention to. That's what I thought. Charles in Raleigh. Hi. Hello. Um, have a question about a roof. Yes, go ahead. So we are in a house that has had uh, it, it had its roof replaced about 20 years ago. So we know, and it's just three-tab shingles, so I know it's due um, when it rains hard with all, like we had over the, you know, winter and into the spring. I had a, a spot that did develop a leak, but it, it's not leaking right now unless we have hard rain. Anyway, right. I need to get you all to inspect it, but my question is, we are going to add on to the footprint of the house and do some remodeling. Is it worth trying to repair what we have to make it through another six, eight months or maybe even a year or replace the roof, make sure we've got extra shingles to be able to, you know, to, to do that when we extend the house. I mean, I would say let's give us a call. Let us get out there and do an inspection on it, and then we'll let you know. Because the only issues you're going to run into if um, is maybe some more possible leaks and repairs, and you're going to have to kind of weigh in how much is that going to cost versus me waiting a year. But waiting, if you're that close to doing it, a year is not going to make a difference in the colors, I don't think. But that would be the only right. thing that I would say if it's five years out, you are going to have an issue with the colors because it's, it's, you're going to have a brand new roof up next to another, you know, roof right. that's five years old. So it might not match exactly. But at, give us a call. Let us get out there and take a look at it and do an assessment and just see what you're dealing with. And then from that point, those guys, they'll definitely give you the best information. All right, Charles, congratulations. You have won the $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, including fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Thank you, Charles. Hey, Charles, Thank just make sure that much. when you call us that you tell them that you talk to us on the show. Very okay. good. Thank and you. That way they won't and, hang up on me. Yeah, they're not going to hang up on you. But that way, <laughs> yeah, that way I can. Oh, this I can, is Charles, click. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be able to give him some input as far as what we just talked about, too. Charles, you okay. just mentioned uh, making your home great, and they will give you absolutely free a <laughs> a blank stare. I'm just I'm just right. kidding. Thank you, Charles. All right. Thank you all. Gigi in Fuquay, Verena. Unless, of course, you're just in Fuquay. Gigi, hi. Fuquay, hi. Are you in Fuquay or Verena? I'm in Fuquay. Fuquay, what can we do for you? Yes, I was wondering the pros and cons of a metal roof versus a shingle roof. Okay, there's quite a few. So the pros, a metal roof is going to last you much longer. And as far as ventilation and airflow and just the heat that's absorbing in the house, it's going to be such a better situation from that perspective. 
The only con is metal is quite a bit more expensive than shingles. So you'll have to weigh in the, the factor for the cost. But outside of that, if you have the money to put metal on, metal is always the way to go. I, w- I would have to agree with that. That I mean, you talk about an impact resistant. You talk about something that's going to hold up in a, in a major storm. Yeah. The metal roofs are built for longevity. Uh, there's a reason it's more expensive. We've talked on the show, you know, you get what you pay for. Well, that's right. the that's the Cadillac. Okay? Yeah. That's that's the top end uh, standing seam. I mean, there's a bunch of different types of, of metal roofs. Even companies like Decro, which put out tile, that's actually metal. So it's metal roof uh-huh. that looks like tile. Uh, so you can get a bunch of different looks to it, but uh, it's it's not cheap. Yeah, Not cheap and, at all. And I would say for sure, just just be sure that you're aware of what type of metal system you're getting. Because like Brock said, there are there is a difference. Because if you have exposed fasteners, you're going to have maintenance that comes with that That's down right. the road versus going with like a standing seam, which the fasteners are hidden. So those are the little things that just whoever you call, make sure that they educate you on the cost because – the exposed fastener system is going to be quite a bit cheaper, but you're also going to have those maintenance issues that come into play that by the time you put that in with that whole package, you're going right. to probably end up spending more than you would going with a standing seam Definitely. system from the get-go. Definitely. Wow. Mike and Carrie, you've got a question for Holly. Mike, uh, do you, do you yeah, have a question no, for I, Holly Bowers no. of RoofWorks or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier? Yeah, I was calling back to uh, ask Brock my second question. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I hung up on you. Go ahead. Ask Brock your question. How you doing, Mike? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, I don't have an encapsulated crawl space yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've been going through all of the different comments people have been making. But I wanted to ask about radon. And is that an issue? And, and how do you protect against that when you do the encapsulation? That is an outstanding question. So there are a few ways that we can protect against it. My, my, my favorite, the most popular, is a radon mitigation fan. So when we come in and do a sealed crawl space, depending on the plastic that you elect to have us put on the ground, we typically install a perforated 6-inch uh, PVC pipe underneath the plastic. And that will run the length of the entire crawl space and hook into a radon mitigation fan, which is then ported through the wall of the crawl space. So that fan runs continuously. And since that's a perforated pipe, it actually pulls any radon, if there is any, being released from the ground into the pipe, through the pipe to the fan, and then spits it outside. Uh, It's kind of a new design. We've been doing it for several years now. However, we've had a lot of customers that have come in and done radon checks after the fan was put in, and it it is a significant reduction. Okay, yeah. Uh, And so it sounds like I'm going to need some more electrical work under there if that's the case. Yeah, but it's only a 110. Uh, That that system can run off of a a GFI 110, so it's not, not really a huge deal. Okay. Excellent yeah. question. Yep. And oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mike. And there's there's somebody I, I heard him. You might have heard him on on the radio, bad mouthing encapsulated crawl spaces. And yeah, and, and th- it's a good product. Well, I, I get in a lot of crawl spaces, sealed and unsealed. 
And I can tell you emphatically, the yeah. sealed crawl spaces are much nicer yeah, than the unsealed crawl spaces. There's no mold. There's no critters. It, as long as it's done properly. And listen, that being said, I'll sign off with this. Yeah. Less than 2% of all of our customers have rate on issues. Right. It is not as common as a lot of people think. Uh, but in the event you do have rate on problems, we absolutely have a solution for that. Holly Bowers of RoofWorks, how do we contact RoofWorks? All right, give us a call at 919-852-2660. You can also go on our website and put in a request at www.roofworks.com. Yeah, RoofWorks is a funny spelling. R-O-O-F-W-E-R-K-S. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. This is making your home great.